Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 243. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If it brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Master your mindset in two weeks by joining my first cohort-based course. Increase your happiness by unlocking a growth mindset. Remove self-limitations and self-limiting beliefs. Move beyond what is holding you back by learning to change what you think, believe, and feel. Cohort-based courses offer students an opportunity to work alongside their peers, engage in active learning through hands-on projects, and a more interactive and immersive experience. Start investing in your most valuable asset your mind, and join 143 other students that have already pre-enrolled. Click the link in the show notes to join my first cohort-based course today. There are limited seats in this cohort, so I recommend joining soon. Enrollments close September 25th. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. As a society, we need rules. Rules help to keep things in order. They keep people from harming other people. And just as rules in society help to keep things in order, so does having rules in our personal lives. These rules limit our wandering and responding to random stimuli and information with little or no impact on our long-term goals. These rules help to shape and guide our lives in a direction of meaning and purpose. So what are these rules we should adopt? What sort of impact can they bring into our lives if we adopt them? Number one, invest heavily in yourself. This is the only way we can increase our personal growth. Some people call it selfishness, 
but I call it personal investment. We need to remember we are our own best asset. Now, most of us relate the term investing to things like a financial return, but investing in ourselves goes beyond just money. It means spending the time and effort to make ourselves better, becoming a better version of ourselves. And here's the beautiful thing. Investing in ourselves can make our life better and cost little to nothing at all. Investing in ourselves boosts our confidence in our own abilities and has a positive impact on our self-esteem, as well as equipping us with new knowledge and skills. Focusing on our personal development also helps us to get to know ourselves better. So, what are some ways that we can invest in ourselves? Exploring our interests. We can rediscover our sense of wonder by taking a course, watching documentaries that pique our curiosity, listening to a new podcast, digging into books that stretch our minds. It's as simple as thinking about what inspires us and what we love to learn about and then letting Google lead the way. It's trying to acquire more skills like social skills, communication skills, interpersonal skills, eating healthier, invest in healthier food choices when going out or grocery shopping, join a gym or find a personal trainer, start a side hustle. This is an opportunity to supplement your income to pay off debts or save for the future or live a more comfortable lifestyle to gain financial independence and freedom. There are almost endless ways to invest in ourselves. What's most critical is understanding where we want to improve, why, and which direction makes the most sense for us. Learning how to invest in ourselves starts with believing that we deserve it. Number two, see yourself as a brand. We need to see ourselves as a brand that deserves a very good reputation. We want to earn respect, similar to the way people respect Mercedes-Benz. So, you may be wondering, how do we earn this respect from others? First, create confidence, not doubt. When we're confident, we do our best when we're under stress. To breed confidence, we must do things that scare us every day. Have the right mindset. Reflect and analyze our memories and shift our internal messaging. We must project confidence without arrogance. This confidence allows us to provide an example to those around us. Be confident that you'll always figure it out. Look around where you stand today, at this very moment. You've figured it out up until this point. The next steps in your life, they will be no different. Remember, life doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Second, know when to speak. Silence attracts respect. It is intimidating in a way, but it improves relations. Our actions speak louder than our words. When we really stop and listen, we absorb greater knowledge. We need to use silence to 
our advantage. We need to be comfortable in silence. Not every pause should be filled with noise. We should only speak to improve silence. Third, endure criticism. Criticism is as powerful as our reaction to it. Nothing is worse than coming off ignorant. Endure criticism without losing composure. We need to each make a daily decision. Criticism outweighing our desire for success or success outweighing the dents of criticism. And fourth, avoid drama. Nothing, nothing evaporates our reputation faster than drama. Avoid it at all costs. All of this equates to us becoming admired as someone who refuses to gossip. This means that we ultimately win the trust and respect of others. I dedicated an entire episode to commanding respect. If you want a deeper dive, I definitely suggest checking it out. Number three, at the end of each year, evaluate. Audits help us to assess and understand what areas we can specifically improve, which areas of our lives are on track to take a pulse. This allows us to make adjustments accordingly, to get back on track or start heading in a new direction completely, if so desired. And this audit should force us to ask ourselves the questions we've been avoiding. So it's critical that we're honest with ourselves. Now, this audit should be focused around several areas of our lives. The first area is our health, around our mental health and physical health. Asking ourselves, have I been dedicating the time to my mental health and physical health? If we want long-term success, we need to think about long-term health. Working for the life that we want takes continuous effort. So taking the time to step away and take care of ourselves on that journey is extremely critical. Are you taking care of yourself physically? How often do you exercise? This can be anything from going to the gym, to getting up and simply walking, to stretching or meditating. Do you bury your emotions rather than trying to understand them? How do you normally handle that? Is there a more productive way to approach them? The second area is our finances. Ask yourself, am I happy financially? Now, finances do not by themselves bring happiness. But being in a healthy financial position does offer us greater opportunities. So, understanding where we are with our finances is key. How do we spend our money? For what reasons? Could we be investing in other areas of our lives? Are we being distracted by shiny objects rather than doubling down on the things that have historically worked for us financially? The third area is personal development. This is an opportunity to assess our skills. Ask yourself, what skills do I currently hold? Are there skills I want to learn? If so, how can I start to learn them? What are those, why are those skills important to me? The fourth area is relationships. What does your circle look like? Who do you spend the most time around? Why? How do you feel when you are around those people? 
how would you rate your overall relationship with yourself? Why did you give it that rating? The fifth area is self-care. Ask yourself, do I take the time to care for myself? Identify what makes you feel joy. Write down everything that brings you joy. After you've identified those things, ask yourself, am I doing enough of those things? If not, why? What is stopping you? And lastly, the sixth and final area is your home life. Are you spending quality time with those at home? Do you feel present? If not, how can you address this? What boundaries have you set when it relates to your professional world seeping into your home life? Do you constantly question why you don't have enough time to work on your goals? Are you consuming too much TV? When you come home, do you feel burnt out that you start to power down? Why is that? How can you change that? Here are some questions that will put the icing on the cake within each of these categories. What changes would make the biggest impact on my life? The key to all of this, do not judge yourself through this process. Merely recognize, summarize, and identify the opportunity. And here's a bonus. In general, when you set your goals, you can set them under each one of these as categories. So your goals would break down into six categories. Health, finances, personal development, relationships, self-care, and home life. This will ensure that you are continually working towards them. Number four, define your moral code. This moral code is made up of our five W's. Your what, who, where, why, and when. These W's are each of our North Stars. They are the definitions behind our name, our character, they give us direction and purpose. They allow us to be intentional. They create the unique makeup of you. What pushes us to ask what we stand for? Being true to what we stand for gives us solid footing on something. Who begs the question of who is in our network, our circle? Who do we aspire to be like? Our environment greatly dictates who we become. It's conditioning from the people that are around us that we interact with. If we surround ourselves with toxic individuals that are always commenting, must be nice, why isn't that me? Chances are that our reality starts to shift towards that direction. Our sculpture starts to crack and becomes insecure rather than taking action to change things. Where forces us to look at our actions. When we face adversity, do we run or face the challenge? Do we rise to the occasion? Our identity is truly put to the test when we face challenging times. These moments are when the heaviest weights are thrown on our chest. We can either figure out a way to lift them or just stare at the weights and bitch about how heavy they are. Why allows us to ask ourselves, why do we take a stand? 
Why do we do what we do? Why does it matter to us? Why is it important to us? In my opinion, our why is the key factor. Now, of course, these all help to determine our identity, but your why allows for greatness. And finally, when. When do we jump to defend our stance, our being, our identity? When do we jump and face risk and fear? These five W's are critical as we think about our identity, as we look to shape it. Without them, we fail to create a spine for our identity, a rigid structure. And when I say rigidity, that doesn't mean that we don't have flexibility during our journey. It means we always have a solid foundation to make decisions, reasons, purpose behind them. These create the core values of who we are. Just as a business needs a mission and core values to be successful and allow all employees and departments to row in the same direction, we as individuals can find a great deal of clarity and success in these definitions. It allows us to define our moral code. Number five, before making any decision, engage your mental effort. Evaluate and analyze carefully. Our brains are the most powerful tools on this planet. They can process loads of information in a very short amount of time. Just to give you an idea, scientists have measured the amount of data that enters our brain. And they found that an average person living today processes as much as 74 gigabytes of information a day. That's as much as watching 16 movies in a single day. Now, while on one hand, this processing power is remarkable and gives us a lot of advantages that other species do not have, it can be also a disadvantage, specifically when we're trying to think critically. Why is that? Our brains create shortcuts. They do this to explain what is happening around us. And these shortcuts were extremely helpful when we were fighting off saber-toothed cats. But I don't know about you, but those haven't been around in 10,000 years. These shortcuts can be disastrous when we're trying to decide who to vote for or making critical business decisions. So the key is that we become critical thinkers. This means that we become aware of our cognitive bias and personal prejudice. And most importantly, how they can influence what we think are objective decisions. We all are wired with bias in our thinking. The point is that we become aware of them, which means that we can allow for critical thinking. Number six, accept the fact that you know nothing and you want to know a lot. Only a fool believes that there is nothing left to know. The wisest individuals believe that there will always be more to discover. Always. Our species is still struggling to uncover and understand fundamental truths surrounding ourselves and the world around us. 
We do not fully understand the fundamental forces of our own universe. We do not even fully understand how our own minds work. We are all seeking truth in some way. Admitting that we don't know everything opens us up to the ability to learn more. It results in a beginner's mind. If you think back to when you were first learning something, it was exciting. And if you were interested in what you were learning, it seemed to come effortlessly. Trying to stay in that state helps us learn more, even on things we already have studied. Here's something else that is powerful about continuous learning. It promotes brain health and lowers our risk of mental health problems, Alzheimer's and dementia. And that's because the mental stimulation provided by challenging ourselves to learn new skills can help limit the adverse effects of aging on the memory and mind. When we accept that we know nothing, we become determined to find out what we do not know, to embark on a life of endless discovery. So to recap, number one, invest heavily in yourself. This is the only way we can increase our personal growth. Some people call this selfishness, but remind yourself that this is called personal investment. Remember, you are your own best asset. Learning how to invest in ourselves starts with believing that we deserve it. Number two, see yourself as a brand. We need to see ourselves as a brand that deserves a very good reputation. We want to earn respect, similar to the the way that Mercedes-Benz earns respect. We accomplish this by first creating confidence, not doubt. Second, knowing when to speak. Third, enduring criticism. And fourth, avoiding drama. Number three, at the end of each year, evaluate. Audits help us to assess and understand what areas we can specifically improve. This allows us to make adjustments accordingly, to get back on track or start heading in a new direction completely, if so desired. This audit should be focused around several areas of our lives. The first area is our health. The second area is our finances. The third area, personal development. The fourth area, relationships. The fifth area, self-care. And lastly, the sixth area, home life. Number four, define your moral code. This is our what, who, where, why, and when. They are the definitions behind our name, our character. They give us direction and purpose. They allow us to be intentional. They create the unique makeup of you. Number five, before making any decision, engage your mental effort. Evaluate and analyze carefully. It's critical that we become critical thinkers. This means that we become aware of our cognitive bias and personal prejudice. And most importantly, how they can influence what we think are objective decisions. We are all wired with bias in our thinking. The point is that we become aware of them, which means that we can allow for critical thinking. Number six, accept the fact that you know nothing and you want to know a lot. Only a fool believes that there is nothing left to know. 
the wisest individuals believe that there will always be more to discover. When we accept that we know nothing, we become determined to find out what we do not know, to embark on a life of endless discovery. This week's shout out is by Rufaro, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I don't even know where to start with how grateful I am for bumping into your podcast and how it's motivated me in the last six months. In summary, you reignited the drive in me and just gave me a solid reminder to never let go of who I know I am, a motivated, passionate individual who believes in walking the path less traveled. Thanks again. Your podcast is literally nuggets of gold. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into six rules you should adopt in life. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.